Welcome to our morning service. It's great that you're all here. The sun's shining a little bit, and we're here to spend some time in fellowship and worshipping our Father and His Son. We're very blessed this morning to have David Coulton and Joyce here with us, and Mehdi. And David's going to speak to us later in the service and, and to encourage us. And he asked that we read from John 6, which we're not going to do now. We'll do it in a little bit. I'm just, just laying some grounds here. And John 6 includes the passage about, about Jesus walking on water, which set in my head a little, a little train of thought. So just hold that thought and bear with me. And this is kind of where the train of thought took me. I remember when I was a kid, uh, one day, this would be at primary school, um, someone must have been giving me a hard time about something. I, I can't remember what it was, but I remember um, saying to them that my dad was a policeman, so watch out. <laughs> And they said, no, he's not. And I said, yes, he is, so watch out. <laughs> and then I had to lie about it for ages. <laughs> um, because my dad isn't a policeman. Uh, I, I mean, he's the chief inspector in the spelling and punctuation and grammar police force. <laughs> uh, but he's never been a real policeman. Um, why did I... Why did I uh, why did I tell that to people as a child? And I think it was because I wanted them to know um, that I had, I had somebody who would watch out for me uh, and would look after me, someone who had power and authority, um, a friend I could rely on to look out for me and who they should be afraid of. You know, don't mess with me or I'll set my dad on you. And he's bigger and better than your dad sort of thing. That's, that's what it was, isn't it? Um, and then I was reminded that um, is Nicola here this morning? No, she's not. Nicola has um, sent me a message a while back, and she may have sent to some others of you, which has really stuck with me. Um, in which she said, "My friend can walk on water," and that that was it. That was the message. It was it was at the end of a, a discussion about um, some something that uh, we've been talking about that she was finding difficult. My friend can walk on water. Which is better? My dad's a policeman, or my friend can walk on water. We have a friend, don't we, whose name is Jesus, who has power and authority, um, who we can rely on, but who no one needs to be afraid of. We have a friend who used his power in love, not in intimidation, and who, uh, as we remembered and celebrated last week, is alive and conquered all the bad stuff, whatever that is. A friend who helps us cope with it as well. My friend, your friend, can walk on water. Let's sing together in praise of our friend Jesus, who is mighty and holy and awesome in his power, but we don't need to be afraid of. He's risen, he's conquered, he's beaten the power of death. Would you, if you're able, would you stand? sing praise together uh, because his love is amazing um, and when we're surrounded his love does carry us it doesn't necessarily take problems away but it helps us in those situations so we're going to sing this and then we're going to sing uh, the song we learnt at the start so our children are going to go out 
and be blessed in youth church now. And as they go, we're going to pray for them. So as, as they leave, will you just hold your hands out towards the kids as they go and pray with me? Off you go. Enjoy and be blessed in youth church. Father, please bless the kids, bless the teachers this morning, help them to hear your word and to be enthused by it and to grow spiritually as we teach them this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's read together from God's word. So if you turn to John 6, this is a passage that David's asked us to read from, and I've asked Jess to read the first 24 verses for us, and then Lucy's going to come and uh, read the rest of the chapter. John 6, verse 1 to 24. <clears throat> Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him, and because they saw the miraculous signs he had performed on the sick. Then Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Eight, eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each one of, to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and the men sat down, about 5,000 of them. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake, where they got into a boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. By now it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing, and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed three, three or three and a half miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water, and they were terrified. But he said to them, It is I, don't be afraid. Then they were willing to take him to the, into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realized that only one boat had been there, and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples, but that they had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search of him. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, 
When did you get here? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, you're looking for me, not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you, are the, you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the work God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one who's, who he has sent. So they asked him, What miraculous sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our forefathers ate the manna in the desert. As it's written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. It is not Moses who has given you bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, from now on, give us this bread. Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. At this, the Jews began to grumble about him, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he say I came down from heaven? Stop grumbling amongst yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. I tell you the truth. He who believes has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your forefathers ate the manna in the desert, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply amongst themselves, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, unless you can eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. For whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your forefathers ate manna and died, but he who feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? 
Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled him. From this time, many of disciples, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom should we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus replied, Have I not chosen you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, who, though one of the twelve, was later to betray him. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Lucy. I am with those of his disciples who said, Well, this is a hard teaching. <laughs> this is a complicated chapter. It's full of, full of meat, isn't it? not expecting you to explain it all to us, David. <laughs> but looking forward to you encouraging us. Um, Father, please bless David as he speaks to us this morning. Please speak, fill him and have him speak your words to us so that we may be encouraged and we may be enlightened and we may feel and be closer to you as a, as a consequence of his words. Please bless him in Jesus. Amen. Thanks, David. It's always lovely to come here and, and I would like to thank all of you again because we receive so much support from you in, in a number of ways and especially the ones of you who come on Sundays to, uh, to join us in our Sunday morning meeting. So thank you once again for that. I want to talk about a few personal things today. Um, over the last few months, all of us at Wigan have had to think especially hard about what the role of our church is and especially since we have been blessed with a large number that is a large number for us of Iranian brothers and sisters and friends now I imagine that at Old Trafford because of the virtue of your geography that perhaps you've had a history of diversity that we 